Ew! What is happening with you lately? First, I find you screeching like a chimpanzee, and now you're. Ugh, I can't. Get out! Say. Look away, you creep! Where do I go? You're in the garden. What is wrong with you? You're being, being in the garden. Yep, you can see it. I am evolved. You wanna know why? Because I am a pea. Not even in the garden. In the vegetable patch. I'm telling your mother right now. Fine. Good. Go tattle. She'd be proud of me anyway. As I said, hashtag pee the change. Oh my God! Do you ever use your brain, Barney? You just ruined a perfect batch of vegetables in the midst of a heat wave. You're dead. Yo, how should I say it? In boiling hot water. Nay, you're in bubbling molten lava. It's funny you mention heat wave because it is the horrible consequences of this very heat wave that I'm trying to help avoid. Are you in a cult, Pani? You can tell me. I won't judge. I mean, you'd have to be pretty dumb to believe that being in plants can prevent a heat wave. But hey, it happens to the best of us. No, you fool! I'm a pea cycler. This is science. W H O back science. You know the UN's health body. I can already feel you climbing up onto your high horse, Marnie. Well, you'd better hop right off because newsflash: you're just being gross and unsanitary. What? What is it that I'm doing? Do you even know? Your your pee, uh, pee. Uh. Oh God, grow up! I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm using my own body's resources to make the soil fertile. There is this huge, and I mean huge, and catastrophic fertilizer crisis going on right now. It's affecting the entire world. All around the world, there's a food crisis, and pea cyclers like me, we've gotten over our outdated ideas of human waste and are using the products of our own bodies to fertilize the soil. Humans have all the stuff that chemical fertilizers contain floating around inside of us, and what does everyone do? We just waste it. We literally flush it down the toilet. So you're telling me that everyone should just throw down their knickers and relieve themselves in the nearest garden or field, and that'll solve all our problems? Please, Barney, talk some sense. Don't just believe everything you read on the internet. Nature, the Science Journal, the New York Times, the Guardian, the WHO—are these just internet blogs to you? Tell me right now. Okay, now I'm getting really suspicious. I've literally never seen you read that much. I read, all right. Google it yourself, and you'll find out. You're really going to eat your own words, then. Interesting. You'd better eat your words when you tell me to use the leather box, then. Okay, now get out of here. Let let me finish my business. Gross. A few minutes later. Stop. Stop drinking water. You'll burst. And as I've suspected, you've got it all wrong. You did it again, didn't you? You read the headlines and jumped into action. Well. All you're doing is putting us all at risk of antibiotic-resistant infections, and well, another deadlier pandemic. Antibiotic resistance? This is all natural stuff. What are you talking about, Billy? You've gone and read something completely unrelated. I hate to break it to you, but you've wasted your own time. This is only further evidence that you, in fact, do not read. See, I'll tell you what's happened. You have to throw those vegetables. And why would I do that? Ordinarily, I would assume that telling you that you took a <clears throat> Number one on them would be enough, but you seem to have lost your ability to reason here. So here we go. You're not wrong when you say that there's a fertilizer and food crisis, Barney. But as you see, heat waves are only a small piece of the puzzle. Also, before you go hysterical as you typically do, yes, human urine can replace fertilizers, 
But I knew it. You had me doubting myself for a second there, Billy. You know what you are? You're just a big bully with a ginormous. But you can't just pee on plants. And why not? If you listen to me, I might be able to tell you. So let's start out with this business of the missing fertilizer. Things in the fertilizer world aren't great as it is, and they're only getting worse. To understand this, you have to know what fertilizer is made of. Oh, oh, I know what it's made of: phosphorus, potash, micronutrients, nitrogen, ammonia. All of the stuff you find inside the human body, by the way, in the form of, and you guessed it, urine. Yep, that's absolutely right. And well, while you do find all that stuff in the body, have you ever wondered why we haven't always just used urine? Of course, we have. This is an ancient practice. It's gained popularity again now. But... And why? Why is it gained popularity again now? Well, duh, because of the big crisis. And what's that being caused by? Um. <clears throat> uh, well, you know, there's this heat. wave and uh uh there's an agriculture crisis uh, <laughs> got you do you want to be snarky and unlikable as usual or do you want to convince me to stop peeing on the plants you're savage absolutely unruly and savage anyway it's not so much a crisis as a series of crises see first of all we have the fact that all the ingredients in chemical fertilizers are becoming harder and more expensive to come by With climate change, coal prices are only rising, and coal is precisely what is needed to make urea, one of the key ingredients in chemical fertilizers. And in urine, even potassium. I know, I know, it's running out. They mine for the fertilizers, but it's running out. It's non-renewable. Here's what happens: they mine the potassium from the rocks, and they use it up in the fertilizer. It then goes into the ground and eventually ends up deep in the oceans, and then it's inaccessible there. So that's pretty much the end of the road. Yeah, and on top of that, to get nitrogen, this process called Haber-Bosch is used, and the process requires heaps of energy, heaps. Now add the war in Ukraine into the mix, and what does that got to do with anything? Well, you do know that Russia declared war on its neighbor Ukraine, right? Of course, I know that. But this war is about more than just the two countries. Yes, yes, of course. Everyone knows that Russia's leader Vladimir Putin is really fighting America through this war. Well, sort of. See. The war and the fighting is between Russia and Ukraine, and while there are a host of reasons for all of this fighting, one of them is that Russia doesn't want Ukraine to join a military pact with NATO, right? The military pact between most of Europe and the United States. Yes, most of the West of Europe. Now, since Russia is breaking international laws and interfering with the business of independent pacts and nations, the countries in NATO are dead against the war. not to mention just how gruesome the war can be for innocent citizens exactly so nato doesn't want this war to happen and and they're fighting back with nuclear weapons oh they can't fight russia directly because that would only lead to another world war so what they're doing is instead fighting back through other indirect ways i know there's no nuclear war but they're sending weapons to ukraine i'm not a dummy well that's not all they've also cut russia off from the rest of the world of course i remember when they closed mcdonalds How sad was that? The poor people of Russia who don't support the war. Why do they have to suffer? First of all, I know there's an actual war going on, but I have to say that the one thing that has really moved the needle for me is cutting off juicy hamburger. You glutton. That's not all. Russia has even been cut off from international banking system. Countries are trying their best not to trade with Russia. and goods from other countries have entirely stopped coming to russia yeah i know all these measures are called sanctions but what's that got to do with fertilizer if you had read the headlines better like i did 
you would know that the UN has announced that there will be no sanctions on food or anything related to growing food and agriculture. Well, even if that is true. That is true, Billy. All right, all right. But what about the indirect impact of sanctions? Trade is blocked because the ships are blocked. And on top of that, the price of fuel is skyrocketing. Then there's insurance. No one wants to insure ships because they're afraid they won't be allowed on any other country's shores. So naturally, the already high prices of fertilizer go even higher. Some places have seen a 300% increase in the price of fertilizer. In India, the prices of fertilizer have doubled in just one year. And you know what happens without fertilizer. Fewer crops and a food shortage? Exactly. But you know what I don't understand, Billy? What? Is there even any sense in these sanctions? Thanks to them, the fertilizer crisis is worse. Fuel prices are so high, they make your eyeballs pop right out. There's even a wheat and grain shortage since Russia is the world's largest exporter of wheat. It seems to me like the world is suffering thanks to these endless sanctions, while Russia continues to wage the war and has taken over 20% of Ukraine already. Well, Russia is suffering too, you know. How? Even McDonald's is back up and running. Just with a different name, of course. And did you know that the Russian currency is the most valuable it has been in four years? Plus, since Russia supplies fuels to so much of the world and the sanctions have made this fuel expensive, Russia is making skyrocketing profits by selling its fuel to desperate countries. So where is this suffering? The effects of sanctions are slow and long term. Already, due to a lack of trade, Russians are being forced to face a microchip shortage. And microchips, you know, they're essential to any electronic goods. So Russians have to cut back on even the smallest luxuries. Oh, I don't know. Why don't you tell me what's worse, Billy? Famine, hunger and a shortage of fertilizer? Or living a less than luxurious life? Well, the Western countries can't start World War III. What other choice do they have? I don't know. Send more weapons to Ukraine, make compromises at the diplomacy table. Well, Vladimir Putin isn't exactly known for his reasonable ability to compromise. Besides, the idea is to freeze Russia out to a point where it has no excess money for things like, I don't know, funding a war? Or sending out hunger-ending fertilizer. We need an alternative to fertilizer anyway, Barney. It's not eco-friendly, it causes issues when it's overused, it's clogging up our water bodies, and most of all, we just don't have enough of it. War or no war? Well, one-fourth of the world's fertilizer can be replaced with human urine. So I guess that's one bit of the problem solved. I suppose we're back to peace cycling. Yes, it is a real solution, but you can't just go around relieving yourself in public. The urine must first be sanitized. You pee, and then it's stored in an airtight container where bacteria, viruses, and any of those slimy bacteria that have learned to fend off antibiotics are killed off. Moreover, the antibiotics need to be gotten rid of too. You don't want to eat plants filled with medicines. And how exactly would that happen? Well, on a small scale, well, on a small scale, the pee does that itself. Our urine has a substance called urea that transforms into ammonia and releases an enzyme. This enzyme, along with other microorganisms, purifies the urine over time. Then voila, six months later, you can use it. Earlier today, all you did was you simply contaminated all of the house's vegetables. The good news, though, is that we can blame it on the neighbor's dog. He's been irritating me lately. I'm just going to blame it on you, Billy. But here's something I haven't understood ever since I heard about this whole process. Why haven't we been doing this already? The pee cycling. Why did we stop the ancient practice of peeing for fertilizer? I mean, if this was about it being more sustainable, I would assume that it's way more expensive. But no, that isn't true either. It's cheaper. 
Did you know that one human creates enough urine in a year to fertilize the amount of wheat needed to make a loaf of bread every single day? That's so much money saved. Water usage and bills are lower since it means a lot less flushing. Wastewater systems will be less strained, so the cost of treating wastewater will go down by 10 times. There will also be more fresh water available. And the list just goes on and on and on. Yeah, you're right, Bani. Peace cycling is capable of everything that you mentioned, but it has its own problems. In villages and small communities where the farm is a mere walk away, all you need is humans and containers. But most people live in cities and to collect, sanitize and transport all of their urine is a real challenge. But what about urine diversion toilets? That's what I plan to use when I save up enough pocket money. Well, those toilets are great. They have a pipe on top that sucks in liquids and creates good and creates a good odorless bathroom without flushing. The only issue is that these toilets are expensive and once the urine goes into the collection tank in the house or building, it still has to be sanitized and carried away. I'm still going to use it in the garden. Bring me a jug, Billy. It's time to store my urine and grow some nice yummy vegetables. First of all, you need an airtight container. So don't forget to use the orange juice jug. It has a lid. Secondly, it needs to be stored in a warm place. Mm, Like maybe a kitchen shelf. And lastly, I have paused. Go get the container yourself. I'm way ahead of you. What are you doing? Go to the bathroom. I've been traumatized already. Get out of my sight. A few minutes later. All done? Yep, and stored in the kitchen. Uh, Bunny, I think your mother's in the kitchen. Oops.